God is on the throne. Coming to you from Riverside, California, this is the LifeSpring One-Year Bible in podcasting since 2004. I'm your OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. We do this podcast every day, and we're reading through the entire Bible in a year, and this is Poetry Thursday. Our reading today is Job 35 and 36. The title of the episode is, It's Not My Job. Now, before we read, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for our time together here around your word, and I thank you so much for the book of Job. It's always been one of my favorite books, and I pray that as we read today, you'll teach us. Touch our hearts, touch our minds, touch our spirits. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let's begin. Job chapter 35. Elihu continued talking and said, Job, it is not fair for you to say I am more right than God, because you also ask him, where is the use of trying to please you? What good will it do me if I don't sin? Job, I want to answer you and your friends here with you. Look up at the sky. Look at the clouds, which are so much higher than you. If you sin, it does not hurt God. Even if your sins are too many to count, that does nothing to God. And if you're good, that does not help God. He gets nothing from you. Job, the good and bad things you do affect only other people like yourself. If people are being hurt, they cry out and beg for protection from those who hurt them. But they forget to say, Where is God, the one who made me? He is the one who gives us songs to sing in the night. He is the one who makes us smarter than any animal on earth and wiser than any bird. Or if evil people ask God for help, he will not answer them because they are too proud. God will not listen to their worthless begging. God, all-powerful, will not pay attention to them. So, Job, God will not listen to you when you say that you don't see him. You say you're waiting for your chance to meet with him and prove that you're innocent. Job thinks that God does not punish evil and that he pays no attention to sin. So he continues his worthless talking. Everything he has said shows he does not know what he's talking about. Job chapter 36 Elihu continued talking and said, Be patient with me a little longer. God has a few more words that he wants me to say. I will share my knowledge with everyone. I will prove that my Maker is right. Job, I am telling the truth. I know what I am talking about. God is very powerful, but he does not hate people. He is very powerful, but he is also very wise. He will not let evil people live. He brings justice to the poor. He watches over those who live right. He lets them rule in high places. So, if people are punished, if they are tied with chains and ropes, they did something wrong. And God will tell them what they did, that they sinned and were proud. He will force them to listen to his warning. He will command them to stop sinning. If they serve and obey Him, He will make them successful, and they will live a happy life. But if they refuse to obey Him, they will be destroyed. They will die like fools. People who don't care about God are always bitter. Even when He punishes them, they refuse to pray to Him for help. They will die while they are still young, like the male prostitutes. God saves those who suffer by using their suffering. He uses their troubles to speak in a way that makes them listen. In fact, God wants to help you out of your troubles. He wants to take away your burdens that are crushing you. He wants to load your table with plenty of food. But you are full of this talk about guilt, judgment, and justice. Job, don't let your anger fill you with doubt about God. 
and don't let the price of forgiveness turn you away. Do you think your wealth will keep you out of trouble? Will your great strength be of any help to you now? Don't be like those who wish darkness would come and hide them. They try to disappear into the night. Job, don't let your suffering cause you to choose evil. Be careful not to do wrong. Look, God's power makes him great. He is the greatest teacher of all. No one can tell him what to do. No one can say, God, you have done wrong. Remember to praise him for what he has done, as many others have done in song. Everyone can see what he has done, even people in faraway countries. Yes, God is great, but we cannot understand his greatness. We don't know how long he has lived. God takes up water from the earth and changes it into mist and rain. So the clouds pour out the water, and the rain falls on many people. No one can understand how he spreads the clouds out, or how the thunder rumbles from his home in the sky. Look, he spreads lightning all over the sky and covers the deepest part of the ocean. He uses them to control the nations and to give them plenty of food. He grabs the lightning with his hands and commands it to strike where he wants. The thunder warns that a storm is coming, so even the cattle know it is near. Well, Elihu has thus far been no more help to Job than the others have been, right? And in chapter 35, Elihu accuses Job of being self-righteous. But he did say one thing that I especially liked in verse 10. Elihu said, He is the one who gives us songs to sing in the night. Beloved, in our darkest hour, when all seems lost, when we turn to him and are reminded of who it is that we rely on with his power and grace and glory, We can sing songs of praise and worship because we know that God is on the throne. I know this because I've had some very dark hours. I've lain in my bed in the middle of the night, and I've felt His presence and poured my heart out to Him, and I felt His peace settle over me. And it's in those times when He gives us songs to sing. During Elihu's discourse, Elihu pointed out some errors that he thought Job made in his statements, but he did not attack Job's character unlike Job's other friends. Job, in his suffering, did say some untrue things about God, and Elihu addressed those things. He reminded Job that God is God, and Job is not. That's a good reminder, and one that I'm all too glad to embrace. I don't want the job. My friend Brian Duncan is a funny guy. One of his favorite lines is, I had a wonderful plan for God's life when talking about his time as a rebellious youth. And then he, like so many of us, discovered the truth that Elihu spoke about. God is God and we are not. What are your thoughts? I know there have been times when I thought my plan was better than God's. Call the LifeSpring Family Hotline and tell me your experience. That number is plus one nine five one seven three two eighty five eleven, Or go to comment.lifespringmedia.com and comment there. You can email me at steve at lifespringmedia.com or if you have a modern podcast app, comment via Boostagram. I do read every comment and I'll probably share yours on the show. Tomorrow will be Prophecy Friday and we'll read Jeremiah 27 through 31. Sunday will be our next time of praise and prayer requests and I'll have news to share about Kathy's visit to City of Hope yesterday. Now, if there's something you'd like to share with the LifeSpring family, let me know at prayer.lifespringmedia.com.
you mind if I share a couple of reviews that were posted about my book, Webb's Easy Bible Names Pronunciation Guide on Amazon? Overall, the book has 4.6 out of 5 stars. And here's a couple of 5-star reviews. This one says, I'm learning to pronounce the names in the Bible, and it's a big help to me during my Bible study times. And this one's a bit longer, and it says, Old Testament names and places can be tricky at times. The last thing this lector wants is to get up in front of a crowd of people and mispronounce a name or place from the reading. After purchasing several different Bible pronunciation guides, the search is over. I finally found a keeper. This book is by far the most comprehensive pronunciation guide I've come across. Since I lecture for both daily and Sunday Masses, I sometimes use it several times in a week. You'll love it too. <laughs> I love those. You know, many people tend to skip over those long, unfamiliar names when they're reading the Bible. I know, I used to. I even heard a pastor, when reading from the pulpit, just say, hard name, whenever he would come across one of these names. But several years ago, I was commissioned as a voiceover artist to record the douay Rames version of the Bible, which is a very old version predating even the King James. Well, since I was being paid for the job, I really wanted to get the names right. And at that time, I could not find a book that had pronunciation for all the names in the Bible. So I began to research, and I created a pronunciation guide for myself to use while completing the douay Rames project. And then it occurred to me that this just might be useful for other people, and Webb's Easy Bible Names Pronunciation Guide was born. But instead of including just the Douay-Rheims spellings of the names, of which some are far different than other translations, I included every spelling of every name in every major English-language Bible translation, and there are nearly 7,600 entries in my book. So, if you would like to be able to confidently pronounce any name in the Bible, this book is for you. And when you buy Webb's Easy Bible Names Pronunciation Guide at my website, biblenames.link, you'll be helping to support this show. And so I want to give you a discount, since you are part of the LifeSpring family. When you check out at biblenames.link, be sure to use the discount code PODCAST, and you'll get a 25% discount. But you'll only get that at biblenames.link. And unfortunately, I can only make this offer for U.S. residents because shipping costs to other destinations are just plain prohibitive. But it is available at Amazon. Webb's Easy Bible Names Pronunciation Guide. And just a couple of more things here. At my website, it's available in softcover, PDF, and MP3. The PDF and MP3s are only available at biblenames.link. Obviously, the PDF and MP3s are digital. I don't have to ship those, so the 25% discount applies wherever you live in the world. I mean, come on, how can you beat that? You'll be getting a great tool, and you'll be helping to support the LifeSpring One-Year Bible. I am so thankful for the team that has stepped up to donate time and talent. Denise corrects the transcripts. Michael Hayner does the chapters. Scott Snyder and Jason Pascal do the episode art. And Brittany does the newsletters. I could not do all that without him. So thank you, guys. And today's show art is by Scott Snyder. Thank you, Scott. Until tomorrow, may God bless you richly. My name is Steve Webb. Thank you for allowing me to spend some time with you today. See you tomorrow. Bye. The LifeSpring Media family of programs are made possible by the generous support of listeners like you. 
thank you.